amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Intelligent, controversial, groundbreaking. The great liberators are coming. Host. Amiri Brown and Kenya White take on all topics intrinsic to the black experience. No topic is too cold or too hot. Now, here are the great liberators, Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Hey, how's everyone doing out there? This is your host, Amiri Brown, host of the Great Liberators Radio Show, coming at you live and in color on this uh, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Um, the time is 5.30 Eastern. Um, you know, we've been going through, a, you know, a bit of a transition with the, you know, with the radio show program and everything like that. I'm going to have to, um, you know, uh, look at getting another co-host because, you know, some unforeseen circumstances came up with with Kenya White, so she had to, um, you know, she had to bow from the show. But it's it's all to the good, and we're going to keep doing what we do, which is the Great Liberators Radio Wave. Um, today, the topic, this brief topic for this brief show is going to be about sex and relationships. When is it an appropriate and fair for for women to withhold sex, uh, you know, in relationships and we're also going to talk about and discuss um, what are some of the reasons that, that women withhold sex in relationships. Um, because, you know, today I made a couple of uh, Facebook posts that, uh, that were quite provocative about the topic, um, especially coming from, you know, the, the female perspective. Um, because, you know, you know that, that is an old trick that a lot of women use. That's in the, that's in the feminine you know, bag of tricks to, and and in my opinion, in my view, it's a form of control. It is a it is a way to control the man um, by you know res- restricting sex. So uh, th- that's what we're going to be talking about um, for the next hour. Now, today I have with me um, April Gale Lee. She's um she's a behavioral therapist, and um you know she's auditioning for the uh, for the co-host the open co-host slot. She has a lot of energy. She has a lot of insight, and she's, you know, she's spunky and fiery, so that's a good thing. So I'm going to be bringing her in um, just a second. April? Yes? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm recovering from the bumps and bruises that I took today on my Facebook post about, you know, <laughs> about uh about the topic man because what one of the things that i said was that fellas if your woman is withholding you know sex for an extended period for an extended period of time then you just go ahead and get you a side piece now i didn't mean that very literally you know what i'm saying i was saying that when i said that i was being a bit facetious 
a bit sarcastic and a bit cynical. You know what I'm saying? Just as a way to put it out there that a man has options. You know what I'm saying? Like a man ha- has options when it when it comes to that. Because the fact of the matter is, is that all too many times there are a lot of women who who use that, who use the, the prospect of, of cutting a man off from sex as a way to con- to control that man. You know what I'm saying? And, and and in my opinion and in my view, that is that is unfair. That is not fair. Okay. Uh, what's some of your initial thoughts on it? I agree with you to a certain extent. To me, mm-hmm. there are legit reasons why a woman might withhold sex, like uh, mental illness or something like that, not necessarily diagnosed with with depression. And the other right. reason may be physical, physical illness. So she could have something that her sex life low. So those are legit reasons. Now, if if a man wants to have sex with you, but he has misbehaved, he has mistreated you, then why should a woman mm-hmm. have sex with you? Because a woman has sex with you. Well, hold on, April. You're coming in. You're, you're, you're coming in staticky for some reason. You were doing good, and then you, it's like your signal lost strength or something. Okay, is this better? Yeah, that's a lot better. Okay, what I was saying is that there are two legit reasons why women might withhold sex, which is mental illness or physical. Mm-hmm. Mental illness does not right. mean to be diagnosed. If a man is misbehaving, then why should a woman want to have sex with a man who's not treating her right, who's not holding up his end of the bargain? That's my question. Okay. Me. All right, now, now I have to I have to address something that you said. It's a it's a it's a word that you used. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I know if I if I as a man use that word to characterize a woman's a woman's uh, demean demeanor, actions or behaviors, that would get me a lot of blowback as being misogynistic. And the word that you used is misbehaving. You see what I'm saying? That's the that's the word. That is a term that we would use for uh, for children. You know what I'm saying? Children misbehave. Adults do what they want to do. You see what I'm saying? Now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna preference it like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand, you know, what you're saying. There, you know, like I, I, this is what I say. There is legitimate reasons for a woman to withhold sex from from her mate. Uh, I would say one of those would be if she suspects him of of, inf- of infidelity. Um, another one would be if if she's tired and, uh, you know, if she's uh, overworked. Um, another one would be as if she's, she's not getting anything from the sex because I think a lot of times as men, we view a, a woman getting pleasure from sex as a byproduct of sex. But fundamentally speaking, we see sex as something that exists solely for our pleasure and our benefit as men. And I understand that you have a lot of men out there who approach sex from that aspect, and they are very selfish when it comes to uh, giving sexual gratification. 
so now those would be a couple of the thing, a, a couple of the times and instances where I would say a woman withholding sex, uh, you know, is is justifiable and 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 it's fair. However, there are other circumstances and other instances of a woman holding sex that I feel are unjustifiable and unfair. If you've had a, if if you've had an argument over something that is um, trivial, women will do that. If uh, she feels like as a as a man, as you put it, you're not behaving quote unquote the way she feels like you should be behaving, she can withhold sex for that. Um, then you have some women who have a side dude, and they will withhold sex so they can keep it tight for the side dude. You see what I'm saying? They have women who they have women who do that. Those are instances where I would say a woman withholding sex is unjustifiable and patently unfair to the you know to her her male counterpart or her mate. Well, I mean I understand where you're coming from. I just disagree mm-hmm. a little bit, and the reason why I disagree is because why would you want somebody to have sex with you if they're not mentally in that state of mind? So you said a trivial mm. argument. Well, maybe, maybe the argument wasn't trivial at all. And women are more emotional thinking. So if you're not mentally into the sex, then why should you have sex? The argument right. relationships have to be, they have to be more than sex. So there are going to be people right. in the relationship. You're not going to have sex, so that can't be the focus. The focus should be on figuring out why that person doesn't want to have sex with you. So you need to figure it out, and then you need to fix that, and then they probably will want to have sex with you. I'm just being honest. Right. <laughs> and let me be even right. let me be even further honest. My parents, like, they've been married for 43 years, and I know they went six, eight, nine months without having sex. That's not what a marriage is about. That's not relationship. It has to be about more than that. There are going to be oh. periods of that because everybody's not in the right state of mind. So if someone doesn't want to have sex with you and you're married to them, you need to figure out why, and then you need to do what it takes to get them back on the page so you guys can have healthy sex. So don't get me wrong. Sex is very important. It is very important. Mm-hmm. But it's not going right. to be always constant in any relationship. And if you right. think it's going to be always constant, your relationship is not going to work because you're going to end up cheating. That's not reality. See, my parents have been married for 43 years, so I understand the reality of relationship and sex. is not going to be all the time. And if you're expecting that, you're going to cheat and the relationship won't work. Nobody's going to have sex every day for 43 years straight, not even every week for 43 years straight. So if that's mm-hmm. what you're looking for, that type of longevity, no, you need to just mm-hmm. chill out. It's not always about that. And you need to figure out what is wrong with your mate because that's most important, even more so than sex. You see? I think, I, I mean, I, I understand that. And, and um, I got, I just got two comments, uh, April, and they're saying that you're still breaking up a little bit. So, okay. um I don't know, maybe you can work on um, on getting your art. I'm at the house now. Is this better? Uh, yeah, you. I mean, you sound clear as of the moment, but a little while ago you did. You okay. were coming in kind of um, staticky, but you sound you sound great at the moment. Now let me say this. Okay, yeah, I do understand okay, that um, you know that no couple is going to have you know sex um, every day or or every week. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, I, I mm-hmm. mean, that's totally fine. Because mm-hmm. one thing I see, one thing I like to speak about is, you know, uh, as opposed to using birth control, is the rhythm method. And the reason why I, I the reason why, um, you know, I prefer the rhythm method is because it actually helps with that. Like, it helps with, you know, building up the sexual tension and building mm-hmm. up the 
like in, in American society and in American culture, you know, we are oversexed. We're, we're constantly bombarded right. with images, sounds, and innuendos of sex. You know what I'm saying? Whether we get it through social media, um, television, music, all these different, you know, avenues, our, you know, our sexual um, energies are constantly being manipulated, you understand, and, and they're constantly being placated. But again, it, it, it goes back to, to what is the reasoning, and it goes back to time period. Because, like, look, I understand that, you know, you want, might want to go a week or two without doing anything. Like, that's, that's fine because you're right. Because one of the problems in the black community is we tend to build our relationships off of sex. Like, we'll start a relationship with our genitalia and then build out. You know what I'm saying? Build a relationship out from that. And in my opinion, and in my view, that is a recipe for disaster. Like, we don't even take time to learn to learn a person before we become intimate with them. You see what I'm saying? Like, and, and that got me in trouble a couple of weeks ago on Facebook when I made that post when I said that quality women don't 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 have sex on the first night. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, I think it was taken the wrong way to a certain extent. But what that what that uh, demonstrates is this hypersexuality and oversexualization that's prevalent in, in society right now. You see what I'm saying? Like, check this right. out. As as a people, we'll be more cautious with our financial information than we will with our bodies. We'll give our body to a person that we that we just met. And don't even know, but you ain't you ain't gonna get that person your social security number. You're not gonna get that person your 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 banking information. You see what I'm saying? So like, right. that, I, that, I, is, I that is a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I agree with you 100. percent Mm-hmm. But look, check this out though. No, I'm just saying I agree with you 100. Right, right. But they got some women who will not have sex with, with, with their, their husband or their mate for, for like, months. Like, I know a guy, and this, this guy, uh, he was always complaining about it, whining about it. He get it like, he was talking about how he, how he had sex with his, with his wife once a month. Once a month, he had sex with his wife. And I wouldn't tolerate that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because it goes back to what I was talking about, like some of those illegitimate reasons and unfair reasons why a woman won't have won't have sex with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, and, and you know, and here's the thing: she worked at um she worked at a warehouse, and like when he started telling me the story, and he was just telling me, you know, about his how he was sexually frustrated, you know. I didn't tell him this, but I was thinking to myself, man, that girl cheating, man. You know what I'm saying? If she's not having sex with you, she's still she having sex with somebody. Especially when, you know, early on in a relationship, the, you know, the sex wasn't an issue. Like, the frequency mm-hmm. of sex and the quality of the sex wasn't an issue. Now that you, you guys have been together, you know, for an extended period of time, now those things are becoming more of a problem. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, like, th- that's what I told him. And it came, you know, come to find out that, you know, he, he kind of caught his girl in a compromising position at work. You know what I'm saying? Well, he mm-hmm. was about to fight another, uh, fight another guy for feeling, on his, for feeling on his wife. And she was letting the guy feel on her. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that is always a, 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 that is always a red flag when your mate doesn't 
doesn't want to have sex with you, and, I, and like I said, it's it's an extended period of time. It's one extended period of time. See, like it's, see now. It's inordinately mm-hmm. long. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now we get down to it, and that's exactly, we're getting down to it because that's exactly how I feel. If someone doesn't want to have sex with you and you're in a relationship with them or you're married to them, there's always a reason. So that should be the goal to find out what, what the reason is that they don't want to have sex with you, not to step out on right. them, not to, um, to bash them or anything like that. You need to find out why they don't want to have sex with you because it is probably a reason. And even if you don't agree with the reason, you need to figure out how to resolve it so they, they can want to have sex with you because that's the point. The point of having sex with somebody is that they want to, that they're going to enjoy it, that it's going to be a holistic experience for them, especially if you're in a relationship with them. So if they don't want to have sex with you, then you should have no desire to have sex with them either. That's the point that I'm trying to make. And so if a woman or a man does not want to have sex with you, there's a breakdown in communication in the relationship, and that's what it's all about. you got to communicate. you got to find out. So you can get on that connection because if you have a connection to that level, if they can physically and mentally have sex with you, then they're going to want to. So that's how I feel about but, but, that. But, right, but, but but isn't that fair to the person who's being deprived of sex? Like me, if you don't want to have sex with me, then you're the one with the problem, not me, right? Because like for men, I agree. What I mean, so what's what's what should the man do? Like, and, and you know what, this is something I said on Facebook too because that mm-hmm. you know, and this is something I talk about, and I have I have a term for it, and I call it coochie inflation, and what that is is where we overvalue, we put too much value on on vagina. Like a lot of women think that that their sex is the bomb, so to say, just because they have a vagina. You know what I'm saying? Like, a vagina is not the gateway to ecstasy. It takes attentiveness, and it takes effort to be a, to be a good lover for both men and women. You know what I'm saying? And right. But, but I feel like, like in a relationship, uh, even though that it is the other person's problem that they don't want to have sex, relationship mm-hmm. is about sacrifice. So you have to sacrifice mm-hmm. yourself to make sure that your partner is good. So that's why even though it's their problem, you need to reach out to them to figure out what their problem is because that's what love is truly about. So that's why I said right. that. So what if that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. Like, if that doesn't though, work, then that... y'all need to go to counseling or something. Counseling is the next step, mm-hmm. like I said, because sex is important. So we, you can't just be not having sex and you don't know why, you know. So if you know yeah. why, like if it's like, yeah. for instance, my mom went through menopause, I like to use them as in my mom went through um, like a year of menopause. She didn't really want to have sex. So, like, once you understand that, then you can back off and just meet her right. where she's at. But if you don't know the reason, right. then you can't fix the problem. So if they're not willing to talk to you about that, then you need to go to um, counseling. They do sex therapy, all that type of stuff is what I recommend. But as far as, as, far as <laughs> you know, counseling in, is a taboo <laughs> thing in the, in the black community. Well, we're going to have to get that untaboo. But as, but as far as what you said, right. as far as vagina not being valuable, I wholeheartedly disagree with you. It's not overvalued. <laughs> it's undervalued. It's undervalued by women really? that have their own vagina. Yes, and it's undervalued by men. Absolutely. Mm. Vagina is the most undervalued thing on this earth. Because women women give it away too easily to men that don't really care about them. Like, how are you going to They do. They do. But you know what? Give a, give a damn about you. You don't value your, your right, vagina. But... And, you're, and I'm not just talking about your vagina. Your mm. vagina is a part of you. So you don't value right. holistically. A vagina is just a part of it, but your vagina is valuable along with the rest of you. 
So that's why I said, and me, right. they they don't think women have anything to offer, so they don't really value mm-hmm. the things that women bring. I've I've heard that from right. lots of men um, on Facebook and person and everything. So yeah, they don't mm-hmm. value it because yeah. if men value vagina like they should, they would marry it, treat it right. You know, the, the canal that birth life, they would treat it right, they would nurture it, they would be faithful to it, they would be loyal to it. That's value. So you can't tell me that, that vagina is old value and wow. men think they should get it. Uh, a man just told me the other day, 90 days is too long to wait. I was like, I told him, these poses just make you wait 90 days? That's it? <laughs> so I don't get it. Like, right. men think that 90 days is long. I would never have sex with a dude. Just 90 days. Well, see, but you know what? That got me in trouble because, you know what? I said that, like on that post when I said quality women don't give it up on a Mm -hmm. first night. All these women came on there coming at me. They called me misogynistic. They said I was, um, you know, I was a chauvinist. They said that, um, you know, that that men value them and they're going to have sex when they want to have sex. See, that's point. That's part of the point that I'm making. Because it, because sex from a, sex right now and vagina is so readily available and, and so easy to get, then that that cheapens the value. Like, that cheapens the value. Okay, and, can and I answer you? Let me okay, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to answer right, why go women got upset. Because your assessment is one-sided. Now, if you would have said men and women who sleep with each other on the first night are, have mm-hmm. a problem, then they would have received it well. But when you just point out women and identify women's behavior, when men are participating in that behavior too, that is misogynistic. Why is it a problem when women sleep with somebody on the first night, but you didn't address the men that do the same thing? So, but like I address I I men all women the time, like that. Oh, right, but I, I, address men all, I address men all the time. I tell men all the time. To, to, to value their seed. And I even had a post mm-hmm. where where I said um where I said if a if a woman isn't isn't worthy of your overall effort as a man and she's not worthy of your sexual effort either. And what I was saying by that was because you'll have a lot of men who'll talk about they not they not paying all the bills with a woman X, Y, and Z, they're not taking care of a woman because these women today are X are you know, they they're X, Y, Z they're this way and I, and I was saying okay so if these women aren't worthy enough for you to take care of and for you to put on a pedestal um, or what have you then why are you sleeping with them that's the point I was making right. that's the point I was making with that post so I have I have talked about it from from both aspects or perspectives I think I think what the real issue is is that a lot of women have a double standard they have, they have a double see at, at one on one hand they want to be, you know, the damsel in distress, especially sisters. On one hand, they want to be the damsel in distress, and then on the other hand, they want to be Sasha Fierce. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it can't work like that. It can't go both ways. You can't tell me that, that men are taking advantage of, um, of the emotions and the emotional connection of women to get sex and then turn right around and tell me that you're sexually liberated and you're going to throw that thing wherever you want to throw it. You see what I'm saying? You you can't have you can't have mm-hmm. it both ways, sweetie. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think, no, I I think that's agree. the pressure mm-hmm. point right there. Yeah, I definitely agree. But you know, people are hypocritical. To be honest with you, they say one thing and then do other, <laughs> and vice versa. Right. But I, what I will right, say right. is that you're one of the rare dudes that do mm-hmm. see it from both angles. So that has a lot to do right. with it. women have been told that they're wrong for sleeping around and that men are not wrong for doing the same forever. 
So just because you right. point out and balance it, that doesn't mean that they're still going to be receptive, you know, and, and right. identify yeah, you. That, so that, it's not personal means. towards you, right? It's not personal towards you. It's just speaking in, about men in general and their history, their interactions. So they probably weren't taking right. that to you, period, but just in general. Right. But like I said, I definitely okay, agree uh, that people are hypocritical. Right, right. Um, we have a caller, caller 630. Um, I'm bringing you on right quick. Yeah, caller? Hey, guys. How are you? This is Remy. Good. Is, is this Remy? Yes, it is. Hey, how you doing, Remy? No, I'm doing good. How are you, April? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, just oh, wanted to chime oh. in. Okay. And, you know, I've been listening to you guys, and um, one thing you guys did not mention is I would say the, you know, selfish lovers. Because there mm. is a lot of those types, and that's the reason why, you know, when it comes to sexual relationships, you know, within marriages and, you know, of course, within regular relationships, that can also cause a lot of problems. Now, I understand right. that, you know, some people, you know, you go to therapy, you get some help, things like that, and sometimes you can even try to talk it out with that person. But I've met a lot of women who would tell me the same thing. Well, um, it's all about the man in the bedroom, and I've talked to him, I've argued with him, I've done everything possible, but it's, nothing has panned out. Right. So it's like, what do you do in those situations? And I understand the reasons why, you know, some women, they do withhold sex from their partners and even some men because, you know, women can be selfish too when right. it comes to, you know, sex. So, you know, that's what I had to say. Um, okay, well, I'll answer that's you that's first. That's okay, go ahead. No, what I was going to say is if you express in great detail what you need sexually from a man and he's not willing right. to do those things for you, then you need to really move on, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that's that, what that's I'm saying. That's basically like, what it boils down to. Right. She and, went, but you know, it's like... <laughs> Go ahead. See, y'all know good and well y'all wouldn't tell no man that. Y'all would tell a man figure out what's going on, why she don't want to do it. Y'all got to go to therapy. See, that's a double standard now. That is a double standard. But how is it a double standard, though? If you if you sit if you sit your partner down and you try to talk to them and they don't listen, then I agree with April. Maybe it is time to move on because it's like if that's one thing you don't want to talk about, what else are you not willing to work out? If somebody's telling you that something's wrong and you're not listening and you're not trying to work, you know, with that person to fix the issue, then I would say, right. yeah, you have to reevaluate, you know, the reasons why that you're in that relationship and also reevaluate if this is something that you're willing to deal with. Because, you know, let's be honest, right. a lot of us, we don't, we're so afraid to talk to each other about our wants and our needs. We go into relationships thinking that, oh, okay, well, I know what this person wants. I know what they need. So it's whatever. Your mind is already set up. But it's like once that person comes to you and tells you, oh, well, after all this time that you wasn't doing it right, now it's like, oh, well, I didn't know that, but I'd be damned if I changed it. Yeah. So there you right, go. Right. Yeah, you know what? Like, that is, like, I, I get that to a certain extent. I get that to a certain extent. Now, check this mm-hmm. out, because this is something I said. 
what is the difference between a woman moving on from a from a from a selfish, um, you know, lover or sex partner that to a man who is sexually frustrated because men can be sexually frustrated too to them to a, to a man getting him a side a, a side woman like because we gotta realize too that. A breakup is always going to be harder for a dude, especially if there's children involved, there's financial obligations involved. Like, it costs, it, it hurts him more than it hurts the woman. You see what I'm saying? Like, and this is part of the reason why women file for divorce more than men. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, they have the upper hand in that regard. You know what I'm saying? So for a man, you know, from a man's perspective, it's cheaper to keep her. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's it's cheaper to keep that woman, so he might just be like, okay, well, you know, forget that. I'll just get me a woman on the side. Now, when I say that, all these women came on my post getting all mad, talking all this, you know, see, men don't take marriage seriously, and I said, well, okay, well, how do you expect this man just to sit here and suffer? Now, right, come on, right, like, come, on come on, brother, come, come on, brother. Now, okay, go ahead. It's a counter question, but would someone say the same thing? Okay, if the woman is suffering, if she's the one who's sexually frustrated, are you going to tell her to get a side dude? I mean, y'all just told her. See, you, you, can't have it one, you can't open one door, and you can't open one door, you have to open the other. Right. Like, let's be but, honest but, but, but about I'm, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to cut that in. That woman because... probably already got a lover, man. Mo- moving on, you know telling somebody to move on and telling somebody to get a side piece is totally two different things. It's not the same. Oh, yeah. And, that's of course, a, that's all, all women, yeah, that's not the same thing. So I would tell the dude to move on if he's sexually frustrated. He expresses to his woman his sexual frustration and she don't listen. Then at some point, you can go to counseling, see if that works. If that don't work, you got to move on. Because you right, cannot be right. in a relationship with somebody who does not meet your needs or is not even trying to meet your needs. It's never going but to I work. Think, I think what mm-hmm. Amiri is speaking to is that basically, mm-hmm. like what he said, it's cheaper to keep her. He'd rather get a side piece than to deal with the whole divorce process, if right. that makes it's a, sense. It's a different That's only calculus. If you're in a marriage. Right. So I get, right. I get it. I Let understand that. I, I don't understand that because it's not right. Well, it's on, not right. That's what I'm saying. No, it's, it's, okay. it's not right. It's, it's, it's not about being right. It's about understanding what he's talking about. So I know it's not right, but I mm. get it. I understand the reasons why men would think that way. You know, I don't want to go through this process. You know, she's going to get everything. So instead of going through that process, mm-hmm. I'd rather just get a side piece. I get it. I understand it. I don't agree, but I understand. But that's because all I had to say, guys. Okay, all right. Appreciate the call, Renee. Um, but no, no like, all right, lady. This is the thing, April. This is what I've been saying. A lot sisters gotta stop trying to make, gotta stop trying to make men think like them. Like a man doesn't think like you. So like for a man, it's a it's a different calculus. It's a different calculation that he has used because he has different things to consider. You see what I'm saying? I know it's not. I know it's not right. We're not arguing the rightness or the wrongness of it. You know what I'm saying? Because at some point. It's about what's practical. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to just to say, I, oh, well, 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 you just got to move on. Because so, that, that that could cost that man an arm and a leg. That man might not want to go through with that. You see what but, I'm saying? But look, let's look at the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of black women right. are making more money than black men. Uh, black men still overall make more money. Don't get it, <laughs> don't get it twisted. But we're pretty close. Right. So that right. theory that you're using is not really legit. And like I said, I guess I shouldn't use the word that I don't understand. 
I should have said I don't agree with it. So it, I, I get it completely. I mean, it's always easier to get a side piece. That's right. the easiest thing you could possibly yeah. do. So that's not that you don't need explaining because that's easier for a woman to just be with a man that she's mm-hmm. comfortable with, that's take care of her and get a side piece, and that's easier for a man to just get a side piece rather than breaking up. So I so I get that one hundred percent. Don't get me wrong, but men gotta stop trying to take the easy way out. And and you can't mm. use that. You guys think differently as an excuse. I'm not really trying to hear that. Well, they do because you know it's wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> I understand. Look, look, I understand that is that that is wrong. I mean, nobody is not arguing the right and the wrong and the Like in a perfect world, sex wouldn't be an issue in relationships. But I know for you know, now thankfully, I can honestly say that for me and my wife, we don't have that issue. You know what I'm saying? We don't, mm-hmm. we don't have that issue, me and my wife. So I, 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 I'm thankful in that regard. That's never been an issue for us. But I know, I know men, and I've talked to men who go through that. And, know, and these men are, are frustrated. They feel sexually deprived. They feel cheated. They feel mistreated. They feel neglected. Like, okay. You know, and like, and, and like I said, I have some for men. No, Hello? like I was saying, I have sympathy. Yeah, okay. I have sympathy for them. Don't don't get me wrong. Like if you're mm. being mistreated, sex is being withheld from you. I have sympathy for you. But at the end of the right. day, if that's the case and you've tried everything that you can try to do, like I said, I never advocate divorce. So right. you shouldn't really get divorced, in my personal opinion, unless it's like cheating or abuse. Other than that, you what? should always try to work through it. There there will be periods of up and down in any relationship. However. If someone is not willing to have sex with you on a regular basis, then you, you kind of left it with no choice but to move on if you've exhausted every option. So that's what I'm saying. I have sympathy for them, but right. my sympathy does right. not extend to lying and cheating on somebody and getting inside people. I don't have that level of sympathy <laughs> for somebody right. that I'm going to be like, okay, okay, you can know, because that's not the only choice. Your choice is to What about a hard pass, though? What, like, what about what, a hard pass? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, check this out, though, because look, what if – what if the woman? What if the woman is just not physically able to meet what the man wants? Like, what if she's not able? Like, what if she's so tired she could be going through menopause, like going through other physiological changes? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they sit down and talk, and maybe you can try and get a hall pass. You know what I'm saying? Okay, what, you want me to answer that? that? Yeah. Okay, so my answer to that is absolutely not. Because you should mm-hmm. love somebody beyond the sex. So if someone is going through menopause, then you should be willing to wait for them to get through that because of the love. That's why I say love and relationships and marriages have to be beyond sex. It has to be because you need to be able to go through a period of time without sex, and a menopause could take two years. If you have to be celibate for two years, she can suck your dick, she can jack you off, whatever. So, you know, there's substance mm-hmm. for sex. Like, if she don't want to have sex, like, you don't have to be into it to suck somebody's dick, to be honest with you. You could do that. There has to be that. That could be alternative. I'm being honest with you. I, that's what I would do. Uh, if I was going, if I was going through menopause. Yeah. If I was going through menopause, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm being honest with you because... Mm-hmm. Right, I, I get that, but hold on, though, because there's a difference now. There's a difference. There is a difference between giving head and sucking dick. You know what I'm saying? 
Because uh, and uh, I understand a that difference. <laughs> a lot of women tend to think that just because the dick in their mouth, they're giving it. You know what I'm saying? Like with Ch- uh, uh, what's her name, Black China, the other day, when she was doing that lazy blow job. You know what I'm saying? That, like the, they, <laughs> that man don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So so well, Mari, know, like, I agree with you, and that's why you have to. That's why you have to, um, if you know you can't have sex with your man for two years, you have to sacrifice as a woman and make the blowjob exciting to to compensate mm-hmm. for him not having. You have right. to be willing to do that, and you have to right. compromise. That's what I'm saying. Women have to do it too. Women have to sacrifice. Please your man. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to please your man, then there's going to be a problem. But like I said, it, the problem right. should not be solved by having a side piece. That's all I'm saying. Yes, women should please their man and men should please their women. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if I'm going through mm-hmm. menopause, you ain't getting no hall pass because I would do things mm. to please you, period. So right, there's other right, things to right, do to please right. you. Yeah. So yeah. that's like, my feeling I mean, on that. I mean, I get that. Yeah, like these, these are all extreme, like extreme scenarios, I think. Um but I, like, but but it but it is an issue. You know what I'm saying? It is an issue. And like, even for, even for women, because you know, like as a man, when's the last time you just went? You just gave her head, and that was it, and you didn't require anything in return. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, when when's the last time like you've done that as a man? You know what I mean? Like for me, I want to know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, right. when, a lot of times, like when I, when a lot of women aren't like sexually fulfilled and aren't satisfied, that's, a lot of times it's, it's due to their own fault because they're so interested in protecting that man's ego that they just won't tell, tell him. You know, like they won't tell him, you know, straight up, just not getting the job done. You know what I mean? Or they, like, because I told, mm-hmm. and Amari, I have told, um, I, I will speak. You know I'm opinionated. I'm outspoken. I'm not afraid to speak my truth. So I have told, right. um, one dude in particular before, and his feelings got hurt. And he actually stopped mm-hmm. talking to me over it because I was honest with him about his sexual because he had, <laughs> I guess he had slept with a lot of women and he thought he was the mess. And I actually told him, mm-hmm. and his feelings got hurt, and I talked to other dudes about it, and they was like, yeah, they would have been hurt too. What I, te- what I said mm-hmm. is that I needed him to last longer. You know, I was like, it was good, mm-hmm. but it needs to be longer. It was 10 minutes, and then next time, it was like 15 minutes, something like that. I was like, that's, that's better, but I need you. And they was like, no, they would have left me. So dude, So that's another reason why women aren't honest, because people don't can't accept honesty sometimes. And so me having right, that, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not going to deter me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like but I, see, you, me, I you want know, honesty, you know? but then, yeah. Can't handle so it. So that's another yeah, reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, but you know what? Like, there's, there's, there's tricks for that. There's tricks for that, you know what I'm saying, for for that issue. That, you know what I'm saying, he could, he can, he can revert, you know, revert to the try to alleviate that, that issue. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you, like, Because that's one thing, too. Like, like a, a, a lot of men, they'll think that because they've, they've had, um, you know, the pleasure of sleeping with, with tons of women, that that automatically makes them the best lovers. And I'll challenge that. You know what I'm saying? I I will challenge that Mm -hmm. especially because when you've slept with that many different, different women, then, then that's, to me, that is like, that's like a fast food approach. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, like you can go get a burger and fry from McDonald's, right? 
but the best burger and the best fries are gonna be the homemade kind. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that. That's the difference. It it, it takes time to learn to learn a woman's body. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it takes time. You see what I'm saying? And when you have this constant, let me get this one and let me move to the next one, then you never really take that time to learn any woman's body. You see what I'm saying? And you tend to have this this cookie cutter approach to 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 sex and you will do what makes you feel good automatically making making automatically thinking it makes her feel good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, speak on it. And that's exactly what I told him after he broke mm-hmm. up with me. <laughs> and his little feelings got hurt. Yes, I agree. Some of the worst right. some of the worst men in bed, because I've heard stories from other women. Some of the worst men in mm-hmm. bed have are have slept with a whole bunch of women. Sleeping with a whole bunch of women exactly. does not mean mm-hmm. that they're great in bed at all. And some of the best right. men in bed from like I said, I've talked to many different women are men who haven't been with a lot of women. Because you do have to study women's body. So I agree with you 100%. You have said the word. Right. Right. So, right. Because yeah. you know what? It's, it's, like the, it's like the nonverbal. It's like the, it's a, it's like the involuntary nonverbal body movements that lets you know if you're doing something right or if you're doing something wrong. Like I think the, like due to pornography, a lot of men and women, they have this, uh, you know, this thwarted view of of what sex is supposed to be like you know what i'm saying and i I know like a lot of guys they will get caught up in you know in the sounds you know what i'm saying and like to me i put very little stock in that you know what i'm saying i put very little stock in it because i understand that that is theatrics for the most part you know you know what i'm saying like like okay, check it. I'll talk to men, right? And you know, men men they love to they love to brag when they think they're doing something. You know, mm-hmm. so like the these men they'll talk about how the woman was doing all this and making all this noise, and I'm like, dude, man, that woman will be doing all that, and you ain't busting a grape. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the deepest moments of of ecstasy that a woman experiences is takes place in complete silence because she's caught up in it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, that, like that. Thing, that's how a lot of women trick men, like and make the man feel like he's doing something because because of the way we've internalized what sex is supposed to be like from you know from pornography. We you know we've lost lost touch about what it really is. You know what I'm saying? And I also also too I think that the art of Love making is something that has gotten lost too, to a large degree. You see what I'm saying? Like that, right. to me, I, yeah. there's a difference between. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I agree with you 100. It's not just the pornography, but the fact that people lay down with people who really don't give a fuck about them. And excuse my language, mm-hmm. I don't know if we about to cuss on the show, but people who don't really yeah. give a damn about them is is a main reason why sex is not where it's supposed to be why people are over-sexualized and caught up in it, because really you're not even supposed to have sex with somebody who don't have deep feelings for you. And the fact that we violate our beings, our spirits, and we share each other, I'm sorry, share our bodies with each other when we don't really have deep feelings, that has jacked up people's mind on sex, on intimacy. And to be honest with you, that's the only man that I have ever slept with that have been with a lot of women, mm-hmm. and there's a major difference. There was a disconnect 
his spirit was gone, his spirit mm. was missing, there was no passion. I didn't want to tell him that because I didn't want to be mean. Mm. So I just told him, you know, he right. had more time, you know, I was going to baby step him into it. But there was no passion, right. no intimacy, nothing. Like he didn't fill, fill out my body. There was no spiritual connection because he was dead because he had slept with so many women. So that's a part right. of it too. And and that's why mm-hmm. being, um, that's true. even in marriages when they have slept with a lot of women in the past, it's hard to be fulfilled by one woman. So even though your boys say it's because women are withholding sex from them, no, I think some of them, that's just an excuse because they're not satisfied with one woman. And when I say that, it's right. when you sleep around with a lot of people, you open up Pandora's box. So it's hard to close mm-hmm. that box when you're ready to settle down. That's why I tell men and women to be careful about how many people you sleep with before you're ready to settle down because it's going to be hard for you to be faithful to one person because you have missed right. sex. So it's hard to use it correctly and settle down with one person. That is why that people laugh at me when I tell them my parents have been faithful to each other for 43 years. But it was easy for them right. because they didn't sleep with a lot mm-hmm. of people. My mom was a virgin was a virgin when she met my dad and they got married. And my dad said he only had one sexual experience with another woman. And they've had no issues being faithful to each other. When they don't have sex with each other, maybe months, well, it's no big deal to them. They just reconnect and they move on. You see what I'm saying? When I'm right. through menopause, it was no big deal for my dad. You see what I'm saying? Not to right. have sex during that period of time because they know right. that sex is more than just sleeping with someone for a nut. It's about intimacy. It's about sharing that love that they have for each other, even though they have fallen in and out of love because that's just reality when you've been with someone for 43 years. They get mad to the point where they fall out of love and then they're back rekindled and excited. But I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. with a lot of people, it's hard to right. retract and be faithful to one person. So be careful. If that's what you really want, men and women, you got to be careful and make sure you yep. you, you reserve and preserve your, your womb. And and your dick, if you're got, you got to make sure you got to preserve that. Right. Yep. That's true. And you, you know what? That like that's that is so true and so profound. And it's something I talk about a lot. And that is, you know, how for a lot of people, sex has lost all human meaning. And like even for a lot of men, a lot of men, uh, you know, they've they've become eroticized to their penis, uh, to their semen, or their semen has become eroticized to them. You see what I'm saying? Where it, it, it doesn't hold any, any human value to them. Like, I think we have to acknowledge the, the psycho-spiritual component when it, comes to, when it comes to sex because sex, fundamentally speaking, is uh, the act of procreating. So that's, that's the act of creating another life. And the circumstances under which that life is created can have a bearing and have an effect on that life. Like uh, we we have to acknowledge that in the black community, we we have very few love children running around. Like we we, we have very you know like the love child thing. Like a lot of these children are, uh, you know, just because of the bastardized culture, they're they're children of just mechanical sex. And so like I, I think when that is the reality, on a spiritual aspect creates, um, you know, behavioral problems. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that is true. That is, a, that is a real thing. That is a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, check this out. Like, if a, if a man and woman make a child and they've made that child under duress and, uh, like, throughout the course of that woman's pregnancy, there's all type, types of turmoil, 
anger, a lot of vitriol, then that is going to reflect itself in the child. It's going to reflect itself in Correct. the child. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, and I'm th- glad that you spoke important. on that because that's fact. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, and it's that's like why I talk to that. people about, mm-hmm. yes, and that's why I talk to people about it's important for you to at least love the person that you have a child with. That is critical because mm, your child right. is, is going to have a lot of behavioral problems. That's a fact. I see children everywhere with mental problems because their parents didn't give a damn mm-hmm. about each other. That's critical and important, right. not just not just the love, but it's also important to actually be in a relationship. That matters to kids. And kids are depressed. Right. They have a, it's, it's a lot to take, take in and, and think about it. Like, would you want to be born into this world by parents that don't love each other who aren't even in a relationship together? No, you would not. There's not a human right. being on this earth that's going to say that. So you have to think about that. I have children, because mm-hmm. I'm a mental health therapist, so I have children come to my office all the time and wonder why they'll be born. They have been born on this earth because mm-hmm. their parents didn't have a right. relationship. They didn't care about each other. They were like, why, did, why was I brought here? That's very powerful right. and very profound to know that you was brought here for no reason, no purpose, and not based in love. And we need to correct that. Right. And I'm guilty of that, too. I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm innocent. I'm not judging people. I'm just saying we need to correct that because it's causing mental illness and furthering sickness in our community. It's not okay to bring children into this world without love, without a commitment. Now, sometimes exactly. relationships don't work out like people like people say. I'm not saying that. Like you, what what I'm saying is that you should not start a child on this earth without um, their parents being in love. We got to stop doing that. And like I said, half of the children in the black community are born in this world that way. Probably a little over half now. You see, so that's that's just too many that could yeah. be, you know that could be avoided. Yeah. So I agree right. with you, and I'm yeah, glad it, you said it because it, it needed to be said. Mm-hmm. That's that like it, it, that's that is um, you know that's that's one of the you know the the harsh truths that we need to you know acknowledge. Man, is like the overall circumstances under which we create children is is vitally important to the to the health and the welfare of that child. Like I mean, look at the dis- the level of disconnection when. You have men who, at the prospect of uh, all these perceived benefits being rolled back from single mothers, like you have men who are gloating at that prospect. But and my and my question is this: How does the state or the government understand better than the man who who laid down with that woman inside the child? How do they understand better better than you that? the state of the mother is going to have an, an effect on the child. So why would you want the mother in a disadvantaged or less than desirable position as if that is not going to reflect in the child's over, overall well-being too? You see what I'm saying? Like the disconnect is so great that that is like the demeanor and the disposition of a lot of men. Like if you just watch them and you see them like just talk about it on social media and stuff like that, like that whole thing where they, where they created the child just, you know, just from, from the mechanical act of sex, there was nothing else there that was, that was relevant or that meant anything. You see what I'm saying? And, and because of that, it, it allows that type of vitriol to, you know, to fester, you know what I'm saying? And to seed and to, and to, and to grow up into, you know, into plants. 
and trees. That and, right. and that's something that we see now too, where you have a you have a climate right now, a social climate that is very much anti-black woman, anti-black single mother. Because like we don't even we don't even view white single mothers the way we view uh, you know black single mothers. Black single mothers for the right. most part are demonized and vilified. You see what I'm saying? And I, and that's mm-hmm. why I, that's why I tell guys all the time, why are y'all sitting here acting like Y'all were kidnapped, and, and, and the woman just robbed you of your semen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have men who will, because they are oversexed and, and, and they're hypersexualized, they'll run up in anything on two legs. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and won't give no thought to the ramifications or the consequences uh, of that action. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just, and just to speak on your point, Tupac, you know, who I consider a uh, a prophet, mm-hmm. he did a lot of prophecy in his music. He said right. that we need to change the, our behaviors because if we don't change our behaviors, we'll have a race of babies that hate the race. And that's it. That's right. exactly what you spoke on. We have a race mm-hmm. of babies that we created that literally hate the ladies, just like he said, because of our behaviors, mm-hmm. because of the way, like you said, we bring children into this world. And and it's, it's prophecy. He prophesized it, and I see it all the time. Like I see men that hate um, women to black, especially black women to the core. And then in, in turn, because of that hatred, black women are defensive towards men. They say they don't need a man, and so it's a vicious cycle. You know that we're right. currently in. It, it black really people. is. And you know what? That's something yeah. too. And 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 I spoke on that because that's something that that I wanted to talk about. Um, because you and I. And, and Cynthia, Cynthia G, as a matter of fact, we're going to be doing a show, um, a Google Hangout on YouTube Saturday night, and it's going to be titled, um, Is Black Male Leadership um, Required in a Black Community and Do and, and do Black Women Want It? Because that is, that is a real thing where you have this sense from a lot of sisters where they feel like they're strong and they're independent. And when that is your mentality, then you will be more, you will be more haphazard in the types of men that you entertain and the types of men that you unfortunately have children with. You know what I'm saying? Because you're already, you're already viewing all the men as uh, inconsequential and, and expendable. Like you view all the men as expendable. Like in other communities, the disposition of the, uh, of the women and the way the women are taught, they're taught to be, uh, you know, codependent and discerning. You know what I'm saying? They're more discerning about, the types of men that that they might entertain or that they might have children with. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of it too has to do with the fact that the pool of of black men that are eligible and that are viable is a small pool, and it's a pool that's steadily shrinking. So that has a lot to do with it. But just from the female aspect of it, that is a I think like that is a real psychology. Like you know, you have women who think that. Uh, they're strong and they're independent and they can do anything on their own. And so when that is the case, well, then, you know, you'll have a mentality where you don't have to be as discerning about the type of uh, the type of man that you mate with or that you have sex with or that you entertain sexually. What do you think about that? I agree with you 100%. And I think it's a twofold mm-hmm. um, position that I have on it. I do think women want men to lead but they don't trust mm. black men to be leaders at the same time. So right. we want black men to lead, but they don't trust the black men that are available, like you said, will lead. So it's right. like we want, but we don't see. 
And I'm speaking right. in general terms but you know because what? I, I have a black man that's a leader. So <laughs> mm. I'm just speaking for the women yeah, but, but here's the thing, feel though, that way. I get it. And then this is something I talked about, and, and that is that as men, those men who, who are leaders, who are capable and adequate leaders, then, then those men have to have to highlight the difference between uh, the type of men that they are and, and the other types of men. And But, I, but it seems mm-hmm. to me what tends to happen is you have these sisters who will use uh, the collective state of, of black men to categorically disqualify all, any of them from, from any level of leadership. So even when those and, men and who I have agree. proven... Uh, yeah, right. And, and I'm like, that is, yeah, that is a frustrating thing. And so, like, yes, like a lot of people right now, like they're bewildered at the way that I've uh, seemingly switched from, you know, like the, from my post on, on Facebook. But mm-hmm. part of the reason why is because you have these women who will who will attack um, who will attack black men and, and part of their focus and their agenda is to is to cast all black men as inadequate, all black men as delinquent, all black men as inferior, all black men as as suspect and as less than. And so when when I when I encounter that element, then like I have a right to, you know, like to defend myself because you know what, there's something that we were talking about earlier, and and this is when it all started, was when I made that post about, you know, about you know, sex on the first night or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we have to realize that men and women fundamentally are different. They're different, and and it's nothing wrong with, with it's nothing wrong with being different. It's nothing wrong with being dissimilar from your from your male counterpart. Like, and, and that's something that goes back to the earliest human development, um, which is the hunter-gatherer societies. The men were the hunters, the women were the gatherers. And part of having that, that, that hunting capacity is the, is the ability to assess risk, to be an assessor of risk, that cost-benefit analysis, to be able to do that. And so I say that to say this, that uh, men are hardwired to be able to assess threats and perceive threats uh, more readily than than a woman can. You see what I'm saying? And I agree. And I don't want to take that. I don't want to take that quality right. away from men at all. And I think we need to mm-hmm. go back to embracing our differences instead of trying to be the same. Because you are correct. Right. A lot of women try to be men and they try to pump men. Mm-hmm. And you have every right to defend yourself. And I defend men all the time too. You know, make sure you're clear that you're talking about mm-hmm. specific men. That's important. You know, because my dad is a real man, my husband is a real man, and also another aspect to it is that the real men have to be more visible. I notice a lot of black men that are doing positive things, they're silent. That's why I'm I'm trying to work on my husband to become more visible because we need more men that are behind the scenes doing what they're supposed to do in relationships with finances and everything to be more visible. And that's why I thank right. you for, you know, having that visibility that you do, putting out there that not all black men are up to no good, and you speaking on the positive aspect. So I appreciate you for that. Right. Um, and, and thank you, and that's, um, you know, that's 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 well received. Um, but you know what? Like we we we're, we're down to the last minute, so I appreciate um, the listeners. We had a few. We actually had a few listeners. I appreciate. Um, uh, women, she called and gave and gave her two cents on it. So I appreciate her. 
Um, this is just, you know, a brief broadcast by uh, the Great Liberators Radio Show. Um, you can catch us Saturday night. Um, we're going to be on our YouTube channel. Uh, it's going to be myself, um, April, and Cynthia G. And, we're, and that's the topic we're going to be discussing Saturday night. And that is, is black male leadership in the black community required and, and do black women want it? And then, uh, again, me and April will be on Sunday night at 8 o'clock Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. And um, the topic is going to be, it's a failarchy. We're going to be discussing the failed state, which is the black community, or as I've been calling it of, as of late, the black disunity. So you're not going to, you're not going to want to miss that. Um, so I, I appreciate you, you know, you taking this time to have this impromptu show with me, April, and, you know, we'll do it again Saturday and Sunday. All right. I look forward to it. Have okay. a good day, everybody. Rest of y'all day. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Great Liberator, hosts Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Until next time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.